Hello everyone, welcome to Green.io, the podcast for doers making our digital world greener, one bite at a time. I'm your host, Gael Duez, and I invite you to meet a wide range of guests working in the tech industry to help you better understand and make sense of its sustainability issues and find inspiration to positively impact the digital world. If you like the podcast, please rate it on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite platform to spread the word to more responsible technologists like you. And now, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Green.io and Déclic Responsable, because this is a very special summer episode that we're going to have both with Perrine and Tristan, two great podcasters in French, but of course, they speak beautiful English. And you know what? We're not going to talk that much about green IT and digital sustainability in this episode because I really wanted to gather people to share what it is to try to be a voice in the sustainability field and a voice being someone creating content. And obviously, because I'm a big fan of podcasts, I asked two fellow podcasters to join. But hey, that's kind of the same questions that would apply to anyone trying to launch a newsletter, a YouTube channel, or whatever. So why did I invite Tristan and Perrine, and actually Richard, Anna as well, but he couldn't join? Well, because these folks, they're kind of my heroes with Jerry McGovern and Jerry um, Gillian. The, they are the people, when I discovered their podcast, who convinced me that, hey, there is something to be done, except that For me, it was in English and it was with a very clear uh, international focus, trying to connect people across different countries, across different um, line of businesses. But still, people that I admire a lot and that have been really role models in my very young journey as a podcaster. And this is a summer episode, so I won't edit anything. It's just be, you know, a cool conversation as we were near a pool uh, with, of course, uh, rainwater and uh, not water drain from <laughs> the ground. And, well, to be honest, um, we are not super, super, super sure about what we want to say, so it's going to be very spontaneous, but we wanted to share, yeah, what it is to create content as a volunteer, and because all our podcasts are non-profit podcasts, and You know, it might inspire some of you because we need more people in this field. So, welcome Perrine, welcome Tristan. Merci Gaël. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so maybe just starting, uh, how do you feel today? Tristan, I feel a bit sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. My, my My night was pretty terrible, but uh, other than that, um, well, it makes me usually, you know, swear a lot and, and say stupid things. So maybe maybe it's going to make this uh, a more enjoyable episode. Uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> I do think so. <laughs> My <laughs> night was not super cool as well, but for good reason. I must admit that I've parted quite a bit yesterday. And what about you, Perry? How do you feel today? I feel a bit sleepy as well, <laughs> but also very happy to hear that I can be a hero to someone. So thank you, Gail. Merci. You're more, you're more than welcome. <laughs> the, the intro was indeed very flattering. <laughs> a bit over the top, but no, that's nice. I'll take it. But pure 
pure truth, to be honest, pure truth. Um, and, and so, yeah, maybe we could start with, we're all sleepy, so this is kind of the French podcaster sleepy gang today, <laughs> but uh, we're still, well, we're already energized when we are behind a, mic a microphone. So um, maybe, Perrine, do you want to start, why did you start your podcast? Why did you decide to create content uh, in, the, in the sustainability area? Mm. That's a good question and a good story to tell. Um, actually, in 2019, um, I started to question myself about my, about my job. So I work um, in e-commerce. Uh, I, uh, I work in digital marketing, more specifically. Um, and I used to work for companies that sell goods online, uh, basically. And uh, in 2019, I started to question so about my job, about my life, uh, and I joined uh, Green IT. I started volunteering for Green IT in 2019. And at that time, I discovered everything about digital impacts. And I remember telling myself that consuming digital as we did at that time, and I think nothing changed, could make it disappear in three or four decades. So I remember thinking about how my job would disappear and how the next generations would have to live without technologies. And I also remembered that general public did not know anything about that. They totally ignored the figures, the impact. They, they did live in this digital world that we've been enforced to live in without wondering about the risks, the impacts. So I wanted to start um, communicating about um, digital sustainability and digital impact uh, with Declic Responsable for those people, actually, starting with my friends and my family, because they didn't know anything about uh, digital impact. I wanted to popularize uh, the, the concept, the digital impact. Um, I, I think I, I have to say that uh, we're still far from uh, the initial objective about popularizing uh, the concept of digital sustainability. I, I think it's still work in progress, uh, but I have to say that the audience we have on Declic Responsable mainly comes from people knowing already about the problems. <laughs> so that's a, that's a challenge we need to to. Um, to to take <laughs> mm, to overcome but, in the, in the, in the, in the. yeah exactly so um, that's the story behind the uh, click responsible and I also wanted to create a media um, that was not um, a newsletter or a blog because uh, at that time there were a lot of uh, medias like that um, and I wanted to have something um, it was not I wouldn't call it modern because at that time in 2021, when I when I started started the podcast, um, there were already a lot of podcasts. Um, but I think that pod, the podcast and the audio is a good um, uh, format. What's the word mm. in English? F format. 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 Voilà. Yeah, it's, word. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of light. Um, in terms of weight, you know, and uh, weight of format, and it's it's good because when you're, um, I don't know, in your car or um, 
uh, cycling, thinking about you, Tristan. No, no, you can't. You, you're not allowed to listen to a podcast <laughs> with a, uh, headphones. No, you're not. Well, yeah, well at you least might, you might I don't know in other countries, but at, at least in, in France, France, for sure. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that people still do that, huh? Yeah, many people do it. I I, I just don't. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the main French grief. Not abiding by the law that will be extremely rare. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm the only I'm the only one, <laughs> but I, I I I do not use headphones uh, okay. on my bicycle, okay. and which sucks. It's the main. It's the biggest grief I have against bicycle is that it's not good for my mm. uh, you know for podcasting mm. for listening to podcasts okay <laughs> so Same yeah that's the story behind Declic Responsable and, um, and yeah that's it so uh, at that time it was about popularizing the, the concept um, it's still about that uh, so this is why we still introduce um, like positive initiatives against the impact uh, that digital can have Uh, environmental impacts, social impacts, also health impacts, ethical impacts, um, and making making it kind of positive, being enthusiastic about uh, uh, being sustainable. That's the that's the objective. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. And what about you, Tristan? Because I, I, I recall. L'octet vert, hein, the green octet or green bite, <laughs> if you want to use the, the, the English word uh, which is um, most commonly used, um, has been around for quite a lot of time now. Yeah, it. I think it took me like, um, it's, it's almost five years now when uh, Nicolas Hulot, who was a minister uh, for the environment in France, has resigned live on radio in the morning in uh, in August uh, 2018. Uh, and it's, it struck me. Actually, I started writing on my blog uh, in, well, just 20 years ago uh, about um, sustainability, uh, Uh, oil, um, carbon dioxide, and, 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 and climate change. Um, so I, I, I was, you know, writing on these issues for, for a while, but I gave up because it looked like nobody was listening. Um, and suddenly, you know, uh, that the minister has quit live on radio just hit me uh, that I needed to do something. Um, Being a, a computer engineer, an entrepreneur, uh, I realized that, well, we had to do. And I saw, well, I thought, well, what, what can I do? So I studied with, you know, so small daily gestures like trying to ride a bicycle, not buying a new motorcycle and, and eating less meat and stuff like that. And I stopped flying. Um, but I, I thought that I may have... Uh, a bigger impact um, and also I wanted to do something in my uh, day job you know just uh, not not as a hobby I wanted to spend my, my whole life doing something meaningful and that implied uh, fighting climate change so uh, but, but the issue is you know I'm a computer scientist and, uh, and tech entrepreneur so uh, what can I do Um, and I thought really hard, and um, I used the uh, 
Ikigai uh, method. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I encourage you to look it up on the internet. Um, and I realized that what I can do is, is tell story and explain stuff uh, to people. This is something I'm good at. And so a friend of mine told me, well, you, you know, if you want to be considered as one of the uh, specialists in the field of uh, IT sustainability, what you need to do is write a book. And I, I had written a couple of books, one myself, one directed as a uh, you know, book written by several people and such. And I didn't feel like, I, like writing another book um, because I had another project regarding a book. I wanted to write fiction. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll explain later, but I had a... I had a plan to write some fiction about climate change. Um, and, and so writing another book, which were more like an essay on, uh, on climate change and, and IT, you know, green IT and such, didn't uh, make me excited. And it happens that I had some experience with uh, podcasting in the past, um, working uh, on, a, on a podcast with the French uh, daily uh, Libération. The, uh, the, the podcast was called 56 Cast, uh, 56 Cast, if you will, uh, as, a, as, a, uh, as a reference to, uh, to the speed of uh, dial-up modems back in the days. Um, and so... Um, I thought, yeah, maybe I could I could do my own podcast, and so I I, I chatted with a couple of friends that were uh, journalists and doing podcasts and radio and such, and told me how easy it was, uh, and so I, I started uh, considering it, and then I met someone on Twitter uh, who was uh, working in the field uh, as a sound engineer, and he told me he would help me. Um, and so I started uh, Look de Ver. And I was already listening to Richard Hanna's uh, uh, podcast, uh, Techology, which I liked quite a lot. And I wanted to do something uh, different, uh, maybe shorter, uh, because I realized that some, you know, some people need uh, like 30 minutes episodes. And, so, um, and I wanted to also make it positive and, and funny because the, the, the topic is uh, sometimes uh, or <laughs> pretty much uh, often uh, quite heavy. And so, well, I, uh, I decided to make it fun because I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fun guy. Uh, I, <laughs> I say funny things all the time. Um, and usually I try to hide that parts that side of my personality, uh, because you no, know, it doesn't sound too professional. But I decided this time to embrace it. Like the people need need fun, need need cool and fun stuff to listen to, cool material, fun material, and discuss uh, what's a heavy topic, uh, which is uh, climate change. Um, and so, well, that, that was that, that was my mix. Uh, some something short and 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 fun. Um, uh, also, uh, with a decent sound, uh, because uh, uh, my friend was, you know, a professional doing uh, really good stuff. And 
and that was it. So I started working on a list of uh, people to uh, to interview, and also the same list of questions that hasn't changed in in like three years. Uh, always the same question to uh, to different people, and um, and here you go. You have the the story of uh, Luc Devers, and then three years after, it's still still going. So. Uh, and I hope it's going to go for a fourth uh, season again. And what about you, uh, Gail? So uh, <laughs> you you have my version of it. How, how did you get started? Well, um, fun fact, you know, Tristan, I love you and I admire you a lot. But there is one time I actually hated you a bit. It is when I had to throw in my bin an article that I've, been writing for a while about how I used Ikigai to pivot in my life because basically you wrote it for me. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Well, you know, you, you should you should yeah, reuse the article, publish it, say, say it in your own words. Go, go for it. <laughs> but that's, honestly, I read the article and I say, holy cow, this is exactly what happens. What happened is I finished for, for, for many different reasons because I, I didn't want to, to last in this position for, for ages and because I also relocated myself in La Réunion and because I was a bit fed up with management. I've been managing teams for like 20 years. Um, I wanted to do things a bit differently, but mostly because I had this kind of urgency that something needed to be done when it comes to uh, uh, the environment and climate change. So two years ago, I quit my um, my job at Aviv Group, which is absolutely not known by anyone, but uh, listeners in Germany will know what Immovelt is or Immoweb in Belgium or Sologer in France. So that's the kind of a company I was working in. And um, and I said, okay, what I, what, I, what I need to do, and I use the Ikigai, as you say, like, you know, what it is, what do I know? Well, I'm a tech generalist, so I can speak to pretty much everyone in the tech industry. I'm not an expert in anything, so I will not write a book in Python or AI or whatever, but I'm very comfortable talking with any data scientist or architect. And um, yeah, it was, okay, I'm good at this. Um, what do the world need? Obviously, something taking care about the environment and, 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 and climate change. Can I make some money in it? Maybe. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out, but I believe so. And is it something that I like? And yes, at last, this is really something that I like. And it, and I actually thought I would take a six months, if not 12 months break, you know, to read books, to find my way, etc. And using the Ikigai after one month, was it boom, din, done. Um, I wanted to investigate the sustainability uh, field and more specifically the IT sustainability field as you did. So that was it. <laughs> Ikigai power. And that... So far, I, I, I've I've been happy with this decision every day since I've started being a freelancer on on, on IT sustainability. And then, and that's interesting what you've mentioned, um, both of you about finding a medium that you know that resonates. And, and, and I don't know, like La Tristan, you said this is embracing who you are. And, and the truth is, I, I love talking to people and connecting people. I, I used to love when I had like an, an engineer and, and, and a product designer hating each other, putting them in the same room and at the end, you know, making, making sure that they could, they could talk together. And I, of course, I enjoyed so much working in an international company because you connect different cultures, etc. But I said, hmm, 
yeah, I, I would love a medium where I could connect people. So it cannot be only me. I cannot really start, you know, a newsletter or, or blogging because it will be mostly me about me and. That's not what I enjoy most talking about, even if I, sometimes I can have maybe decent ideas, but that was not really the point. And then, and then it was, okay, I'd love to make it international. And obviously because in French, in France, sorry, we, we, we were already blessed to have three high quality podcasts, the two, uh, well, the three that we already mentioned today, was um, let, let's go more in English, you know, and that, that's better for international connection. And boom, Brinayo was... Um, uh, was born, so that that's kind of the idea. Yeah, I, I like that you uh, that you went for English because um, I've I've been considering it. It just I'm I'm lacking the time to do it. Um, but I think the, uh, uh, when we're totally off script right now, so <laughs> I hope you don't mind. But really, I think the I think the English speaking world needs more. Uh, of uh, such content, um, I, I do have the feeling that we're lucky in France to be ahead of the game, ahead of the pack. Uh, you know, in this conversation about uh, climate change, uh, compared to other countries, and especially uh, the US and and UK and and basically most other countries, to be honest. Yeah, but. You're right, but you know, and, and that sounds super pretentious uh, if you've got like three French people saying so. But but the truth is, everyone I'm talking with, my German friends, my Singaporean friends, my UK friends, uh, Canadian, American, they all tell us the same for the moment. And I hope that will not be the case in one or two years because that, that's a bad signal for the planet. But for the moment, the country where IT sustainability has been investigated the, the most still remain French, which is not a good news. There is only like 70 million, sorry, 70 million people in France. So obviously we don't want only one country to consider something as big as the digital industry and its impact. Um, but for the moment, that's still the case. Uh, things are, I mean, many countries are catching up, like a very great stuff uh, are happening in Scandinavia, Netherlands, Germany, UK is quite active as well. It's Way more difficult in in the in the US because of a very pro technology bias, I would say. But anyway, uh, fun fact to answer your question. You know, when I started to research who would be my competitors slash cooperators, because I don't really believe in that there is a competition between podcast when you know or, 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 or impact media when you aim to do the same stuff, uh, which is raising awareness on climate change and environmental impact. Um, I Googled and I couldn't believe that if you Google something like Bitcoin podcast or blockchain podcast, you will get something like one or 2,000 results, only in English. Huh? Uh, if you do the same, even for you know, hyperscalers, AWS, etc., you've got tons of podcasts. Tech for good or green tech, you've got dozens of podcasts. And when I really wanted to find podcasts focusing on the environmental impact and how to green tech rather than uh, green tech. <laughs> I could barely find any environment viable, which is a podcast I, I love from the Green Software Foundation, was not created yet. And they were only, this is HED, this is human-centered design by the two Jerry, uh, and more specifically the, the, the subtract uh, worldwide waste. And that was pretty much it. 
So can you imagine that there is between 1.2 and 1.5 billion people speaking fluently English in the world? This is the by default lingua franca, and we're talking about less than four podcasts worldwide speaking about this. So that was kind of a no-brainer for me when I realized. It's and, a good story. Yeah. <laughs> and and Perrine, um, yeah. you mentioned like something that yeah is kind of music to my ear. Like today, is it a true pain point for you to reach an audience which is not made of people already convinced? How, how did you manage? What are, and actually, what are the other pain points that you face as a podcaster? I wouldn't speak about pain because <laughs> you know the click responsible is like a fun activity for me um but yeah truth is um when i started the podcast i thought that um people would be super interested in in in, in that uh, topic because everybody is concerned about um digital i mean everybody use uh smartphones and uh, and devices like every day um but the truth is i'm i don't know if they don't want to see the truth <laughs> um i don't know if they want to hear about things like that but yeah um the audience that i wanted to reach at the beginning is actually not the audience that i have because um, the audience that um, we have on Declic Responsable is mainly an audience from um, from our world. And by our world, I mean people from uh, La Fresse du Numérique or people from the uh, Collective Green IT. Um, you know, so, yeah, digital collage, yeah, climate yeah, exactly. fresh. Our, our, yeah, our peers, basically, people who, mm. who are... Uh, uh, we're fighting against climate change, like just like us. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. people who are already convinced of the emergency of uh, doing something. Yeah, yeah. So, in a way, I wouldn't speak about pain points <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> no but pain, yeah, that's. No I, I would say that's a challenge. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Well, I, I'd, I'd say, well, even I, I agree with you. I would love to. Um, reach out to more people. Um, on the other hand, uh, the feedback that I get is that what we do uh, is useful. It's it's coming in support for people who are convinced but are needing energy and stories and you know emotional support to those who are convinced who are fighting on a daily basis uh, and we are feeding them with energy and motivation uh, to uh, keep going mm. that's uh, th that's what i hear uh, like like people come to me and ask for a new episode because uh, you know they love this or that person and the story that he or she said, um, and and they want to hear more of it because because it's useful to them, um, and they need it. Yeah, that's good to hear. That. <laughs> yeah, like, like more like a feel good or a feel good content or um, tooling content, like to strengthen your arguments and and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got and point. inspiration. 
as well. Inspiration. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and it's not me who's inspiring; it's the people that I pick, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> well, um, I, I I I can say it, but you can't. But I believe that both of you you are inspiring in your own way. But that's, that's a <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take it. But uh, yeah, you can say it. Say that. <laughs> it's early in the morning. It's a free gift. That's better than. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to start a day. <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, full disclosure, and maybe some some of the people listening to it will actually. Um, will not identify themselves as peer already because I've been trying for the last two months, and I will tell you how it goes, um, to go a different way. <laughs> Tristan, you mentioned um, the sound engineer working for you, so I, I kind of did the same because I suck just too much and I take way too much time when I had to edit and, and sound edit uh, my podcast. So I tried to learn it, to understand it, but after... At, at some point, I had to hire someone and, and started to work with Stanny, who's a very experienced podcast producer. He's based in New York or kind of uh, East Coast now. I think he has moved to Philadelphia anyway. And after a few months working together, I'm like, okay, the audience are, are good, very international, blah, blah, blah. But hey, I don't find, you know, I don't get any exponential growth, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, the product. Maybe we should do a better intro. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that, etc., etc. <laughs> it will be something that I've said countless times to product manager and engineers: like, stop focusing on the product. You know, the product is good enough. Don't fall in love with your product. But actually, no one knows about your podcast. <laughs> it was like, uh, what? Like, come on, Gail. I mean. It's it should be listened by thousands, if not dozens of thousands of people. But the problem is, at some point, you need to sell it. You need some marketing stuff. And I'm like, I'm not a marketing guy. And and, and I decided actually to pose a bit like the continuous announcement of the of the, the podcast. Like, ah, maybe I should do this. I should do that, etc. And yeah, I'm trying to uh, yeah, I'm a bit crazy, but I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm for the very first time. I will advertise on a tech newsletter, so it will cost me money, but a newsletter I respect a lot, so it's, um, it's okay. And um, and uh, and I'm trying to ping more people on LinkedIn and on social network, you know, really like doing some kind of sales job. I don't know if it will work, but I, I really want to try to go beyond the people, and there are many of them who listen to the, the Green Iowa podcast and say, well, that, that, that's good content, it makes you feel better it helps me discussing with my colleagues etc I, I, I don't know if it will work but i will try i will tell you in a end of end of the year yeah, if i uh, run out of money or energy to do so <laughs> <laughs> but you know gail that's also something that i um i thought about a lot because um when speaking about communication Actually, that's my job. <laughs> I'm not like you guys. I'm not a, um, a tech expert. Um, I'm more like a business girl. So that should be my thing, you know, communication. But still, when it comes to my my job, my podcast, uh, actually, it's hard. <laughs> so, and I thought about also the frequency of uh, posting um, things on social media. Um, because I read a lot about um, uh, sobriété editoriale, you know, uh, work from um, uh, great work from uh, Ferriol Espinas. Um, when you don't have something to say, then don't post 
don't post just, anything. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, I also thought about being sustainable in the way that we communicate on social media and in the way that we communicate about uh, launching a new episode. But obviously, that concept has also its own limits. And um, I think it's good that you're going to test new new things like new uh, advertising um, things. But yeah, that that's also something that I thought about, like, should I do this? Uh, should I communicate? Should I create a newsletter? Should I post um, twice a week or twice a month? You know, it's it's hard to be not to be schizophrenic, you know, um, and being um, droit dans ses bottes. We say in in French, you know. I, I'm not <laughs> sure if they, there's a, a an expression like that in English, but yeah. Being droit dans ses bottes means... To stick to your principles, exactly. I would say. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I don't know if Tristan, you you had thoughts about this as well for Locte Vert, but that's that's not easy, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree. I had similar uh, questions uh, coming to me when... Um, for uh, I, I wanted to try something um and and actually the guy who's uh who's the, my uh, sound engineer is also into video um he does video production and so we decided uh that uh, we would do a couple of episodes on video too just to see whether it would attract more people uh or not uh seeing me doing the interview because uh, uh Right now, it's only audio, and so we, we we did video too. But it's it's not happening on a regular basis enough to see if it really brings a new a new audience uh, or not. But deep down, it makes it makes me cringe a bit uh, doing video because, well, first I'm not a big fan of YouTube. Uh, because of their uh, recommendation algorithm and and such, um, and and also just because video uh, is a lot heavier when it comes to uh, comes to bandwidth, it's like it's it's a uh, I don't know, is it a hundred times bigger or something like that um, when it comes to uh, bandwidth bandwidth consumption compared to uh, MP3. Uh, audio so um and i try uh, also i try not to spend time on youtube and watching video it's it's just for me it's mostly a waste of time so so that's it um i, I don't know i i i i know i should probably do episodes more frequently uh, but also you know for me look the is a hobby and so it I, I do a new episode when I have time to deal with a new episode because when when work leaves me enough time to make a new episode. So maybe I could take it more seriously, and but it's not a business; it's still a hobby for me. Yeah, I think it's a hobby for for the three of us, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, Gail may hope may, may hope to yeah. make some money out of it in the end. Right? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I've. I will make some, I mean, I will never get any money in my personal pocket because I think the moment, I mean, even if at some point 
I managed to uh, to open a Patreon uh, schema or even to get a sponsor that will be fully aligned with all of my values, etc., which usually are the people or the company which don't have that much money. <laughs> so it's, but anyway, um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm very clear that it will be to pay the cost because obviously I put quite a lot of money in the podcast at the moment. That's kind of, you know, my, when I, when I build people doing consulting or public speaking or, you know, workshops, etc. I'm always very transparent that almost half of my time I'm doing non-profit and volunteering jobs. So it kind of pay uh, the green eye your bill as well. But even if at some point I manage to monetize the podcast somehow, um, I will never want to get a salary on it, etc. I'm, I'm too afraid that it will create a bias uh, in the way I interview people, etc. But that's a very personal uh, stance. Uh, but so even you know, and it might it might happen, especially if I don't manage to uh, earn enough money <laughs> just to make a living. I will have either to uh, to to cut costs or to ask money for people, you know, to, to be able to still pay my uh, my podcast editor and the different tools and a bit of maybe you know ads or whatever. Yeah, I, I, the the way I would put it actually is is with our relationship to money and you know making money out of it. So I I don't try monetize at all. Like there is no advertising, nothing. I just pay everything. Um, but that's fine. I just consider it to be an expensive business card. It's a it's it's a way for me to position myself as one of the guy who works on the topic and who's visible that's it it makes me visible uh, uh on on basically green it or digital sustainability yeah and, I fully that's, agree. and that, that's enough uh i like it expensive yeah. business card and also for me um the 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 real benefit out of the podcast is actually um a great way to meet inspiring people because you Without that, without Declic Responsable, I wouldn't have been able to meet great people that I've um, interviewed. So that's that's a good card, um, as you said, Tristan. It's a it's a good way to make you visible, and that's also a great way to approach people that I, well, myself, I wouldn't have been able to approach. Uh, yeah, anyway. in, indeed. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I like I, I interviewed Timothée Parik, the guy who's oh, talking yeah, yeah. about the economist who's talking about degrowth a couple mm. of months ago, and that was that was fine, and that was I, that was lovely. It was a lot of fun, and and now uh, you know Timothée is is, is uh, invited to many uh, famous places, and that's very cool for him. But I'm I'm glad that I I could talk to him and have some time with him. And connect with them. So it's yeah, I agree with you. It's like both a business card and a and a networking uh, tool. Yeah. I, I, I like the ex I use the, the expression a golden key. It opens almost every door. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's kind of actually if if we if I don't know let, 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 let's play this little game a bit. Like if you had to give one or two advices to people willing to you know create content and obviously we're more into podcasting but that I guess maybe some some of your advices could apply also to uh, other media um what would it be go for it <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead just you know just do it three words go for it <laughs> <laughs> 
just yes. do it. Another three words that works too. Um, I, I I did it 21 years ago because my my blog is gonna celebrate its uh, 21st anniversary next week. Um, wow! Eventually, you're gonna be able to buy some drink, uh, some alcohol in the US. So you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally, uh, my blog is, is blog uh, drinking age. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> so um, yeah, and uh, it, it's funny because I still post on my blog twenty years, twenty one years after, um, and and that's funny because I, at at the beginning I was like, uh, what what am I going to say? And I, I think the the first post was like. I'm starting this thing. I have no idea whether I'm going. And, uh, you know, 21 years ago after that, it's still going pretty strong. Um, so go for it and uh, try and make mistakes and have fun. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's useful. Um, so whether you're into writing or uh, podcasting, uh or whatever uh just just go for it and learn and try and 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 fail and get back on your feet and do it again and and learn and rinse repeat there you go <laughs> yeah nothing better huh? <laughs> you said every, everything tristan no i would say <laughs> don't be scared don't be scared go for it and uh, I, i would say for me um i'm not super Um, self-confident um, but taking the podcast as a hobby uh, putting absolutely no pressure on my shoulders actually helped because um, I went for it <laughs> yeah without being scared and, um, and yeah. that's if you fail it's not a problem yeah, exactly. it's, just, it's just a hobby it's yeah. not nothing professional yeah exactly yeah and you Gail what would you say what would mm. be your advice So I might be a bit more philosophical here. Ooh. But, uh, so, uh -huh, beware. I think it's a question of both. Um, um, it's a question of gravity in, the, in uh, not, not philosophical way, but almost astrophysical way that we need more content to shift the narrative. It's, it's a question of gravity. We, we need to create a bigger planets or bigger sources of attraction when it comes to sustainability and, and today when you look the, the the sustainability field there are still not enough voices to counterbalance the incredible noise made by people who basically didn't understand or didn't want to understand the magnitude of the change ahead of us and i'm not even talking about climate deniers or this kind of assholes yes I still use the first uh, rude word. <laughs> But um, so, you know, it's okay to add a voice and, and, and you will bring something specific and you shouldn't be shy to, you know, add your voice, add your media to already existing one. I mean, that, that, that's something that I've learned the hard way because I was really concerned about, how about Luke, they are... They are bon pot in French. Uh, they are obviously uh, you folks. Um, they are already uh, this this great uh, YouTube. I, I know Tristan, you don't like it that much, but the, the great YouTube channels, etc. Shall I add something on top of it? And the truth is, and that's my second concept: it, it, diversity is key. So, so 
even if you do something for six months, 12 months, that, that's great because you would have added diversity. And we did diverse approaches to make a change. If there are only one or two big voices, even if they are the greatest people of all, um, it will not make it up against all those voices, you know, pushing for business as usual, slightly being green, you know, mm-hmm. painted in green. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of my stuff. Maybe that was not that philosophical, actually. That was more... <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> physical. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, you, you actually prove your point. <laughs> diversity in answers yeah, as diversity. well. diversity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so... But it was a it was it's a cool episode. I think I think we got, we get, we we agreed to to keep it short. So it was for all the listeners. It was really about you know under the hood, huh? uh, just two podcasters, three podcasters. Sorry, because I'm going to put count myself in it. I talked a bit in in this episode as well. So uh, discussing about yeah why how uh, and why you should actually join uh, join the concert of the voices willing to make a a greener, better word, not even a digital word, but um, an entire world. So yeah, that, that was the ID. <laughs> so I think you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> and uh, maybe a final word, Tristan and Perrine? Well, thank you very much for the invitation. I think it's the first time that I do something uh, in English and it's uh, I I didn't dare doing it, so and, and I feel actually comfortable doing it. So <laughs> maybe maybe you're gonna get some competition in the uh, in the English uh, speaking by your French guy uh, category. <laughs> I don't know. But you're more than welcome. You know that <laughs> diversity. <laughs> yeah, diversity once again. No, thank you, Gail. Merci beaucoup. Um, well, for me, no, I'm going to stick to French, to be honest. <laughs> it was a, a bit hard for me, for my sleepy head to speak English this morning. So sorry for the, this very no, bad you French, did, you act, did really French well. accent. <laughs> But um, yeah, merci beaucoup, Gail. It was great. And it was also a good opportunity to speak to you both, guys. Um, so Likewise. Yeah. yeah. Likewise. Yeah. That's a good, good episode. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> so now, get back to your summer break. And <laughs> sorry about my, all my New Zealand friends, Australian friends, and actually all the people living in La Réunion because it's not summer at all, it's winter. So go back to your winter break <laughs> also <laughs> and just yeah, enjoy life and talk to you soon. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye, everyone. And that's it. Thank you for listening to Green IO. Make sure to subscribe to the mailing list to stay up to date on new episodes. If you enjoyed this one, feel free to share it on social media or with any friends or colleagues who could benefit from it. As a non-profit podcast, we rely on you to spread the word. Last but not the least, if you know someone who would make a great guest, please send them my way so that we can make our digital world greener one bite at a time.